It's time for the number one live podcast, the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, featuring that dude, Johnny C, Mario81, and I'm Super Steve. So throw your dubs up. It's time to pop lock. Ooh, I got a lot of energy off of that. Yeah, that's the only way to start this show off. What's up, Super Steve? Yeah, man. You Run know your what? intro. I like well, it. Well, yeah, I mean, we've just been trying to find somebody to do the intro for us with energy like that, just over the top. And, it, and so I've been having to do it. But I want to get a couple of shout outs real quick to Tommy, Priscilla, the Mesa family out there in Buena Park, Barrio Coyotes. What's up, everybody out there? Always supporting us. It's my goddaughter, Jessica Calderon's birthday today. Ooh, happy birthday. And then all my family from Anaheim, California, the Reyes family, always showing support. What's up? And then I want to introduce our guest today. We have Rob Castellon and Oscar Toledo from El Grito and also from Wiretap Records. And uh, we're going to talk, you know, all kinds of nice, cool stuff today. Um, I've known Rob for... Quite a few years. Yeah. We go back to K-Rock mm-hmm. in our days of K-Rock. And he took this huge step, man, and started Wiretap Records. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, dude. At the first, I was like, fuck, that's crazy, bro. You're doing, like, because no one thought about doing, you know, record labels. And it's like, fuck. But see, that's the thing we always talk about on the show is, like, not having that fear and doing what you want to do. And believing in yourself. And not remember, I said, we can't be afraid of fear. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. Just do it. Just, Just do, do your it, thing, man. man. So introduce yourselves, man. Let us know a little bit about you guys. Well, <clears throat> the toast, right? Let's do the toast. Hey, let's yeah. do the toast. Why not? They brought in some um, puro desmadre tequila. Desmadre tequila. Desmadre yeah. tequila. Well. So we're going to do a little toast. And thanking these guys for being here. Salud. 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 Salud to everybody out there. If you guys have a drink, salute. And, you know, we're going to. Oh, there it is. Oh, that's smooth, bro. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. And it's not even chilled or anything. It's straight from the bottle like that. That's real nice. Yeah, that's my tequila, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having us on, man. Yeah, um, man. Thanks for having both Oscar and I on, you know. We uh we appreciate the invite and uh, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, so we go way back, brother. You know, yeah. uh, I think we met you and I met in what 2004, something like that. Something like that. I want to just yeah. in my heyday of K Rock. K Rock days, man. Yeah, world famous. A lot of good, a lot of good stories, a lot of good uh, experiences there at K Rock. But um, <clears throat> yeah, no, I've uh, I worked with you at, at K Rock for a number of years there, man. You know, before moving on and before we all moved on. Um, but. Yeah, if you want the kind of the backstory of uh, when did it start? When did you start Wiretap? Started Wiretap in 2014. 2014. Yeah, and uh, you're right, man. I don't think you're uh, <laughs> not a lot of people seek out to start a record label in 2014, yeah, right? No. So, um, you know, the experience of starting Wiretap was like, I think one of those things where you know we were we were all going to shows and doing our thing, and you know, by no means that working at K Rock we have the perks, man. We have it's a it's a great job, right? We have all the perks that we enjoy. Um, by having a job like that, and by no means were we not having fun doing it, you know. But, oh, yeah. you know, I felt like I was uh, kind of just going through the emotions, you know, like working at K-Rock, not really kind of being in touch with what was going on kind of on the independent level, you know, music side, and listening to stuff like Cage the Elephant and Alabama Shakes and Portugal the Man, which by no means those bands are awesome, right? They're, yeah. they're talented, great bands, and they put on amazing, you know, performances, but... I felt like I wasn't really in touch with the underground and what was going on. And that's what I came up, you know, going to shows, going to punk shows and not really keeping in touch with 
what was going on, right? So part of it was kind of like a bucket list type thing. It was like, I told my wife, Marcy, and I'm like, I think I just want to put out a, you know, a 45 or a seven inch and kind of just, you know, be done with it. Right. Just to say like I did it. Yeah. And, um, she's like, you want to start a label? I'm like, no, I don't want to start a label. I just want to put out one, you know, I'll find a few bands and you know, put out a split and be done with it after that. And of course that wasn't the case. Right. <laughs> no. no. Yeah. So, um, I reached out to two local bands, um, out of, you know, LA area, a band out of Norway called uh, watch for horses. That got some locals only play, you know, um, yeah. you know, back in in, the, in that time, and then I also reached out to. Um, uh, I was good friends with the uh, band called Audio Karate, mm-hmm. um, out of the uh, you know uh, Rosemead, and um, you know they had just started a side project called Indian School, that had also got some you know local play on on um, on locals only, so I reached out to both of them. They were both down to kind of contribute a song, and we put out a seven inch, you know, and luckily you know it, it sold fairly well, you know, and I was like, oh shit, you know, then. It sold pretty well. Like I want to do another one, and here we are, almost like almost approaching ninety-five releases later, seven years later. Here we're still doing it, you know. That's crazy. It always starts off that way, right? We yeah. starts off with, "Hey, this is messing around." Same thing with the podcast. We started off like we had a different name, and we were just doing it, going through the motions. And then one day, we just said, "You know what? Let's let's figure it out. Let's do it right." And yeah. and, and we did, and that's where we're on twenty-three now. I know we're still in the infancy of podcasting, but. Yeah. Man, you know, it's been awesome, and we get to bring our friends on and, and, you know, really, you know, just talk, and and I hope people out there are enjoying the conversations, and and like I said, the ultimate thing that I think, for me, with this podcast is to show everyone out there, hey, man, you can do what you want, bro, and you really can. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? You just have to fucking, you know, fuck fear, bro, fuck the fear, and and, and echarle ganas, bro, you know, And, and really just... Go for it. Go for it. Like, yeah. you know, and if you fail, fuck it. You know, that's part of life. dude. Oh, yeah. You're exactly right, man. I think, you know, you're, you you joked around that. Like, you're like, fuck, what's he doing? You know, starting a label. And it's yeah. exactly true. It's like, by no means is, did this thing, you know, it's going on seven years now. Um, by no means were they, did it skyrocket. You know, like I, st- I get emails and we both get emails like, with Magrito now like, get asking us like, hey, what, how do, I want to start a label. How do, how do I do it? You know, and number one, it's always like, just fucking do it. Yeah. You know, it's like you're saying, like, there's there's going to be ups and downs. And I, I tell a lot of young kids that that email us and say, hey, I want to start a label. Like, I, I love what you guys are doing and like any advice. And I'm like, well, first off, like, don't expect it to jump out overnight. Yeah. You know, it's like you have to be doing this for it's a passion project, just yeah. like anything else. So it's like you have to be ready to make social posts and get four likes and you have to be ready to put out a seven inch or your first release and sell five, 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 you know, five units. No, yeah. You have to be ready to lose money on this thing. And it's like, that's exactly what it is sometimes. But at the end of the day, after you, you see the other side of that and you see baby steps, baby goals, you know, and yeah. you see, yeah, you see some of your bands when they get first playlisted on Spotify playlist and you see, you know, a band sell out a local venue or you see them, you know, play something like punk rock bowling or, you know, they get, it's all, it's all baby goals, you know, it's, so that's, that's what we've been fortunate that over the past seven years, you know, we've had some pretty cool moments for our band, so. No, I feel you. It's all baby goals. I also started Michelada Rumble and like Absolutely. the first one we did like 3,000 people, you know, but my business partner, myself, we saw the vision that it could grow and, and shit from the first ever Michelada event, uh, we've blossomed and now we're not just the michelada event we're a southern california cultural event that's what it is yeah and we and 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 and, you know all based around a drink and then now you see there's all kinds of other ones out there now but yeah you you take baby steps we went from three thousand now we're doing fifteen thousand people you know so Mm -hmm. it's 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 grown man and we have 
you know, Estrella Jalisco is one of our sponsors, and, and it just it's amazing to see those things. And again, it's also awesome to see your friends create and dream. And and they're also like because sometimes for me here on this podcast, telling my story over and over and over gets repetitive. But when I can bring someone like you on that can share also, hey, you know what? This is what I did. This is how I got here. Yeah. This, is, this is what I'm accomplishing, you know. And there's a bunch of guys that I'm going to bring on here, you know what I'm saying, that, that we all, you know, uh, uh, grew with in those times mm-hmm. of, the, of the 2000s in the beginning. And, and now we're all doing all kinds of cool stuff and, and creating and opportunities, totally. not only for ourselves but for others. And then how did you meet and how did you guys get involved, you and Oscar? Yeah, no, Oscar and I have been knowing each other for what? Are we approaching almost 30 years now? 25 years, something like that? Yeah, we met in, like, middle school or what? Yeah. So, um, yeah, Oscar and I have been, you know, best friends since junior high, man, 1991, 92 maybe. Damn, that's what's up. Real friendship. Yeah, Hell right? Yeah. yeah, exactly, man. So, you know, this is my boy over here. So, you know, um, Oscar came on board. You know, obviously, you know, my, my buddy was supporting me all through, you know, the first five years of, of running Wiretap and, you know, at some point we always talked about having Oscar kind of get involved and, and help me out and stuff. And he came on board to help me out on Wiretap mm-hmm. um, in 2018, maybe, or 2017, 18. You know, so we've been kind of, you know, um, obviously we've been co-running Wiretap for since then. And, um, you know, Maigrito came about kind of, you know, and obviously with the pandemic going on and all that, you know, and then, um, you know, I'll let kind of, I'll kind of turn it to Oscar and obviously introduce Oscar, you know, um, who also co-runs Maigrito. Uh, with me, so you know, you want to kind of explain how uh, our, our new baby Maguito kind of came to be. Oh, that sounds good. Well, um, again, thank you guys for letting us uh, oh. for being on the show. Uh, thank you for bringing the the drinks, bro. the booze. Yeah, right. This you come back every week and keep bringing back booze. <laughs> take a swig while I talk. This may take yeah. a couple minutes. Yeah, <laughs> already, took a, already took a few. Already Mike, took. The mic is yours, man. Orale, gracias. And also, shout out to also the Border X Brewing. They're the ones that are hooking up the Horchata uh-huh. beer. Hope you guys yeah, like yeah. it. Heck yeah, it's real or, good. Or chata golden uh, stout, right? That's yeah, what it is. Golden stout. Oof. So, uh, like Rob said, I mean, I came in a couple. Of, uh, you know, Rob's been doing an amazing job with Wiretap. This mm-hmm. is a baby that he did all on his own. He uh, went after thirty plus bands. And for any of you that are not familiar with with Wiretap, definitely take an opportunity to check them out because they have all these very talented and uh, talented in- individuals. But it got to the point where I was going to all these concerts with Rob for years, mm-hmm. whether it was K-Rock or KLOS or even Coachella, which was always fucking bomb. Mm-hmm. We always had a good time. Always uh, good times. Listening to all these amazing talent, all these amazing bands. And, and like Rob said, it only took a while before I, you know, after a, a lot of drinks for me to convince him, hey, let me help you out with this. You're taking on too much work. Mm-hmm. And there's so much more that you can do with the label. So I did come in in 2018 and just did my part. I, I always feel like I didn't do enough because he was still running the lion's share of, of, of wiretap. But when the pandemic hit, that's where we started getting a little bit more serious in regards to our partnership. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what we noticed is, you know, pandemic hitting, a lot of bands, a lot of artists were hit very heavily financially because shit, you know, most of the revenue was from doing live shows, shows. from yeah. concerts. Yeah. And we couldn't have that. You know, everybody was very fear, fearful of their lives. You know, what is what is coronavirus? Yeah. And how can this yeah. affect you? No one knew at that time. Yeah. 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 So, you know, what what Rob did, he came up with the idea of, okay, let's show him some additional support. Let's, let's go ahead and... I can, I, we got a caller already? Let's, shit. Oh, shit. Let's, let's go I ahead thought and, I needed to put more money on the, on the meter or something. <laughs> no. 
We got a fan oh. of uh, the Smile Tequila over here. We do. Caller, you're on the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Yo, what the fuck? Where's Johnny C? He hasn't thrown his fucking socks yet, bro. <laughs> no, Johnny C couldn't make it out tonight. But this is Zach Rabbit Lopez over from Zach Rabbit Lopez on Twitch. What's up, uh, man? Did you just finish your stream and just lose? Oh, no, I'm still in it. My friend's trying to load up the same game as me, but uh, I saw you guys were on, so I decided to come through and say what's up. Thanks, man. Guys, we uh, appreciate that. Hell, yeah. Uh, did you guys talk about my boys yet? No, not yet. Yeah. We're, we're, getting, we're getting into it. If you'll be listening, we're just barely getting into the meat and potatoes. Uh, Zach is really good friends with Rundown Creeps, and we're super excited to see oh, yeah. oh, the partnership yeah. that you guys created, and we're going to kind of talk about like how pigs you know radio and studios have kind of been around these guys without even knowing it with the acts and bands that kind of like kind of follow with that it's, stuff. it's always but a small scene man right it yeah. really is absolutely but oh I, yeah no I, I i went on my first tour with rundown creep <laughs> i was 21 we did a pnw quick little uh tours through eugene to seattle to washington all the way back home no shower no beds no nothing bro <laughs> real fucking quick i brodied and did merch and uh you know, I owe a lot to those dudes, and, and Richard taught me a lot. So, you know, oh, great yeah. group of fucking dudes. That's awesome, man. That's what's awesome up, dude. They're great guys. Yeah. All right, Zach, thanks for calling in and sharing that memory. It's cute. Real cute. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Zach. Yeah, dude. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I mean, once again, like, when when I saw that you guys were going to come down and I saw who, you know, what wiretap, because I had just saw the Rundown Crease release that video and mm-hmm. I just saw, you know, my grito. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is my grito? Like, I mean, I have never seen that before. Then when Steve's like, hey, we got the guys from mi grito. I'm like, wait, what? Like, oh, shit. Like, I just, wait, there's something going on with these yeah. people. So I was really excited. And kind of hearing that, the you know, Passion Project that just started seven years ago and look where it's at now. I mean... Once again, I don't know much about, and today's conversation is really exciting because I'm learning first time about what you guys are about and what you guys do. Totally. But you guys definitely need to go to their social medias. Uh, where can we go? Where should we go? Yeah, no, uh, we're on all the socials, of course, at, at MyGrito on Instagram, MyGrito um, on Facebook, basically just MyGrito on all, all across the socials. So, um, yeah, no, this is awesome. You know, it's so funny that we already got into Rundown Creeps because we just put out there. Their new single, uh, what, last weekend? Last week? And uh, shout out to those guys. There you go. Shout out to uh, Rundown Creeps and all the, the fellas there. So, um, yeah, Oscar, you want to get back into kind of how we, uh, the, yeah, uh, how you were the, saying the that. origins. Absolutely. Yeah, the origins, definitely. The origins. Yeah, so like I was saying, I mean, the <clears> pandemic <throat> hit, and um, what Rob put together with uh, a lot of the artists on the labels, he did a series of live streams mm-hmm. just to keep um, content going. Um, but even when we were doing that and, you know, we're hanging out at Rob's house, drinking, uh, as usual, drinking as usual, you know, it got to the point where we're reminiscing of all the concerts that we used to go to and how much we miss them. But at the same time, when we're at these concerts, here's the thing, cause we're here in Southern California and heavy, heavy, heavy Latino population. There's mm-hmm. no question about it. And anytime that we would go to a fucking amazing band or show, um, uh, wherever we're sitting, there's a ton of raza around us. Yeah. And that always felt good. But what we didn't notice is that there wasn't enough raza, enough Latinos up on stage. And we know that there's a lot of amazing local bands that are art Latino that maybe they're just not getting the opportunities. Now, I'm not saying that there's not incredible Latino artists out there. There's a shitload mm-hmm. that have broken down uh, some of these barriers and, and they're out there doing their thing. 
But what we wanted to do at that point when we were having this conversation is what more can we be doing in order to better support um, Latinos? And Mm -hmm. Wiretap was primarily more of a punk label. Mm -hmm. And even with Wiretap, we have two amazing bands that are mostly Latino with Audio Karate and Go Betty Go. Mm -hmm. Um, Quick shout out to both of them. Mm -hmm. So they're on Wiretap and um, they have an amazing following. But we wanted to do something a little bit different. So what we did is we came up with the idea of why don't we start a second label? And with the second label, that's something where I could feel less of a uh, less of a huevon and start helping Rob a little bit more <laughs> because I know this is something that it's more 50-50 between him and I. Yeah, yeah. So we we came up with some names. We landed on My Grito. And the reason for My Grito, I mean, if you take a look at the name itself, it's two different languages. We have My and Grito. Spanglish. Spanglish. Spanglish right? the, the language of the Chicano. That's right. Um, what what it was, it was really more of a, a tribute to our heritage. The fact that we we are Mexican American, mm-hmm. uh, we're extremely proud of our heritage, both from Mexico. My parents are immigrants from Mexico, from Michoacan, and you know, and and I was born here in, uh, as an American, mm-hmm. a Mexican American, and I'm very proud of, of of having both of these cultures part of part of my DNA. Yeah. So. We have My Grito, and we wanted to focus a lot on helping out other Latino artists. But we wanted to change up things a little bit more because we wanted to almost be a little bit separated from Wiretap and what Wiretap was doing. So what we did with My Grito is we focused on primarily three different things. Mm-hmm. One, we were obviously looking for more Latino t- talented artists, musicians. But it, not just be punk, we wanted to open it up to all types of genres. Mm-hmm. So at this point, Magrito doesn't have necessarily a sound per se. What we're looking for is just l- looking for talented bands, artists yeah. that are looking for more representation, yeah. that are doing their thing, and uh, their part in trying to help out the community because that's also something special that we take a look at. We take a look at their social media activity. We take a look at are they still working on new shit because, again, no li- no shows. So what are bands doing? Yeah, how yeah. pushing they, themselves? Absolutely. Yeah, they yeah. should be pushing yeah. themselves. They <laughs> need to be... You or know, breaking up. Yeah. Right? <laughs> right. Hop, happen. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of divorces happen during exactly. the pandemic. Lots. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. and to touch upon what Oscar was saying, like, you know, you, Steve, you know of all, like, you know, too, Latinos are all into all kinds of different music. Right? Oh, yeah. It's like, you, you'd, you know, like growing up, you'd be in the kitchen and on a Saturday morning and your mom's listening to Motown or, you know, you go outside and your dad's listening to Rancheras or whatever. So it's like, yeah. at, what, at the course of one day, you could experience all all types of music right so that's kind of the migrito sound if you will like you know we will work with obviously you know the first artist that we work with is a band called 3lh which is like a 60s garage-ish kind of like you know fuzz fuzz punk type band um but you know obviously rundown creeps are uh you know ska punkish reggae-ish kind of like vibes you know mm-hmm. so um we work at the band called the paranoias out of uh, compton here as well hell yeah oh, nice. so yeah paranoias uh and by the way we're doing a live stream with these guys on saturday night Oh wait! So, Saturday night. I think I interviewed them. Paranoia's, yeah. I, I think I might have interviewed them. I've, we, you it's, probably we're, will. We're yeah. getting close to 400 episodes, and, and we do a lot of drugs around here, guys. It's hard <laughs> oh, to remember okay. everyone's yeah. name, but I want to say, yeah. We, oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah. So yeah. Paranoia's, uh, they uh, the self-proclaimed uh, your latest favorite band. <laughs> so um, yeah, and, para- and Profesor Galactico. Profesor Galactico as well. Yeah, they're uh, they're alter ego. So um, like I said, you know, obviously all types of genres. You know, Latinos are, by nature are all into. Hip hop, ska punk, you know, every every you know, everything from soul soul oldies and stuff. So it's like if if we if we dig it and if we we vibe with it and we feel it, then that's what we're gonna we're gonna work with bands like that. So there isn't a real sound it. It's almost like it's almost like if you if you if it makes sense, that's that's what if if it feels good then we run with it, you know. 
Yeah. yeah. So, so we're, we're hitting up the, the music part of it, but what we also wanted to do is we wanted to extend with Maigrito Industries is not just the music. We also wanted to hit up podcasts. We would love to have podcasts under the label. We would love to have comedians under the label. We would love to have live art, artists, mm-hmm. uh, clothing designers, anybody that's looking for that additional support in extending their, their reach and having a louder voice, hence Maigrito. That's what we want to be a part of. So we figured if, if, if we can offer that to, to Latinos, we're, we're, we're doing a small part um, with all the resources mm-hmm. and, and, and different contacts that Rob's been able to collect over the years through Wiretap. So we're extending those services to, to the musicians, to the artists. But the second thing that we wanted to do is we also wanted to highlight Latino entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. Because keep in mind, Maigrito really developed during the pandemic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And during the pandemic... There was a lot of businesses that were just shut down. Uh, and unfortunately, a lot of businesses that completely shut down and they're not coming back. Yeah. So during that time, even before Maguito started, we would have a voice of, of support local businesses. They're the ones that really need your need your help, mm-hmm. regardless of the race, right? Yeah. Um, support them. They, they, they need you during this time. So when we're talking about Maguito, we're saying, okay, let's also go out there and, and highlight Latino entre- entrepreneurs. Yeah. And send people their way to give them that extra little help. So that's the second thing. The third thing that we wanted to do is also do our charity part, which Wiretap's already done charity work, which is great. What we wanted to do with Maigrito is do charities that are Latino-based for the most part. Mm -hmm. So I'll give you an example. One of the first things that Wiretap did was we came out with a charity compilation. The first charity compilation called Mas Alto Volume 1, mm-hmm. which if any of your listeners, if they want to check it out, they can they can find that on Bandcamp. So Volume 1 has 30 amazing artists. Now you're thinking, okay, we just came out with it and, and with My Grito and here's a compilation. Most of those artists were not part of the label. But when we told them, hey, here's who we are, here's our background with Wiretap, and we're doing this for charity. And That's they what we want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, 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 they're on it. Mm-hmm. And the first charity that we, we helped out is an a- L.A.-based charity called Know Us Without You. Um, and what they really do is they really provide security for undocumented Im- immigrants um, who are working at the back houses of a lot of these restaurants, the service industry, yeah. whether they're servers, bartenders. Yeah. Um, the fact is <clears throat> that they're not documented, so they're not getting support from the state. Yeah. And with COVID here... These restaurants are not open, so what type of financial support are they getting? So what Know Us Without You, what they do is they provide resources and food to a lot of these families that that just need that help. So when we heard about them, we, you know, here we go with Masato Volume 1, 30 artists, pay what you can. And we were uh, fortunate enough to be able to donate $500 Mm -hmm. to Know Us Without You during the first compilation. Um, right now, we're doing our second compilation, charity compilation, Volume 2. It's still open. We're still taking any type of donations. And the no- donations could be anywhere from $1, $5, dollars whatever you can. We know times are very difficult for a lot of people. But if, if you're able to donate anything, uh, you're going to get access to 26 bands. And we've been getting a lot of compliments on, on, on both, both of these mm-hmm. compilations. The type of talent that we have on these, on these compilations is, is great. But the but we decided to choose a different um, charity for this one. The one that we did is the Esperanza Immigrant Rights Project. So if you think about it, the first one's to help out undocumented people that work at, at restaurants <clears throat> and yeah. service. The second one, we what we wanted to do is we wanted to pick a charity that's helping immigrants and understanding the immigration process. 
at being able to educate them and provide them support and representation when they need it, and not only for adults but for children as well that are being separated from their parents. Yeah. So Esperanza Immigrants' Rights Project, they're doing a lot of things to help us understand how this works and get our citizenship. So we were very passionate about it, and uh, we're thinking by the end of March is probably when we're going to go ahead and maybe close out the compilation. Make a donation. And, and whatever, we, whatever we were able to collect, 100% of those proceeds, just like the first volume, is going to go to them. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's the way to do it, though. You know, you got to help out however you can, whether it's financially or whether you can, you know, uh, um, you know, help people out in any way, even by motivating or, or you know, showing them that things are possible and, and whatever you want to do. I mean, Absolutely. I remember you and I when we first started. I know we got we got in a little bit of trouble. Me and Rob uh, started doing you're something gonna, you're called. Gonna, you're uh, gonna give a story? Oh yeah, dude. Let's do it. We started, yeah, because we, we were at K Rock and we started doing this thing called um, uh, Atomic TV. No, no, we're talking about the radio thing. We're talking about the LETV thing. No, but I mean, whatever, dude. <laughs> All of it. They, it. This is crazy part. We're doing everything, man. Steve, Steve and I, dude. That you can never say anything about Steve and I. We, we, we tried our, we, 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 we all, were, we tried doing shit, man. You know? Yeah, no. We okay. We've I was on LETV, been... and then they were trying to get me and Rob to do some <clears> stuff over there. Um, shit, but even that, I mean, I forgot that that the, whole one. The radio free LA thing. Radio Free LA, we try to do. I mean, there's so many different things that we were trying to do. Yeah. I mean, we did Atomic TV, which we had a, quite a few episodes yeah. already in the can. We, we shot about three episodes, four episodes, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. Four, but we started, I mean, we, we yeah. interviewed, you know, some some pretty big names that, yeah. for we, the time. Yeah, we interviewed um, the Reverend Horton Heat. Yeah. We interviewed uh, Go Biddy Go. Elvis. Elvis, Elvis from Three Bad Jacks? Or, no, no, yeah. Elvis. No, all from, of us from Left Alone, yeah, that's right. Left Alone, yeah. what's up? We interviewed um, Lost Abandon. Lost Abandon. Who else? A bunch of more people, man. That was that was fun, man. Yeah. That was crazy, that was dude. Local. We did that, and then and and yeah, we just. I mean, we were always trying to find where to get in, where to fit in. You know what I'm saying? We didn't allow those those barriers that we talk about, and I think that's one thing that we have to, uh, as Latinos, as just you know what, not even Latinos, just as as, as Chicanos, as you know who we are. Within our within our own uh, uh, friends and family and neighborhoods, we got to show them shit's possible, dude. You can oh, do yeah. whatever you want, man. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And you can be as successful as you want. Like, there's so many people now that are because of the pandemic, starting all kinds of stuff. I mean, they're they're baking stuff, they're cooking, mm-hmm. they're they're making. I mean, there's just so much entrepreneurism is coming out of this, yeah. and, and it's awesome, dude. It's awesome to see that kind that, of stuff. That's one know? of the uh, the pluses of the, I guess, if you look at the bright side of things, right, of the pandemic, that people are more kind of, that's not echando ganas right now. Like, like it's now or never, you have right? To. Yeah, yeah, you have to, right? When you don't, yeah. and, and that's the crazy part. When you have nothing and, and everything has, as quote unquote, you know, you lost your job. You don't have, yeah. you know, you. All you're doing is just waiting to see this to be over. People have jumped on opportunities and 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 created for themselves, and that's what I. That's what, like you guys, you know, you know, Magrito. I mean, you know, coming out of a pandemic, that's your. That's, it, it came from the pandemic, the birth, you know. Yeah. And same for a lot of people that I know, dude. And um, yeah, man, that's crazy, dude. Yeah, we've 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 started all kinds of shit, dude. And, and 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 just kept going. <laughs> and once one door closed, and it was like, okay, well, fuck it, let's try something else. Yeah. And it was crazy, dude. We almost got fired from K Rock because <laughs> we were doing so. We would we would use our K Rock, you know. It's my email address, and so 
big bands and, and, and record labels were like, oh, yeah, cut it, guys, come down. We'll, we'll take care of you. And then our boss had heard about it. They're oh. like, Bum-bum. Yeah, like, hey, what are you guys doing? Like, we, I was actually driving home. Yeah, you got the call I was, from Jeremy? Yeah, I was already at home, <laughs> dude. And they're like, come back. So mm-hmm. I had to drive two hours back to K-Rock. And I go, what are you guys doing? And we're like, hey, we're just out there fucking, you know. Yeah, can you, yeah dude, you can't, you can't blame somebody for trying and trying yeah. to make things happen, right? Like, this was a time when K-Rock wasn't doing specialty shows. And we were, I want to say we were ahead of the curve, man. No, we before, were trying. Before there was Locals Only, before there was... Rock and Beats, shout out to Jeremy and those guys. Uh, that you know, before there was any specialty show at yeah. all, we were trying to fucking start a specialty show. You know, yeah. and, you know, Music just, Revolution, uh, yeah. Atomic TV. We, we yeah. were we were trying to you know push it. We saw the need for it for some you know some something on the air that was different, right? And, yeah, you know, yeah. So and, and and we and we did it, and you know what? We can say we were the guys that that started that, and eventually someone listened. And gave it and, and gave it a chance, totally. you know. But yeah, we were doing that shit back then and almost <laughs> yeah. getting fired. But it was fun, dude. You know, for the love. Yeah. And it's crazy because they would always tell us, "Hey, never ask permission, only ask forgiveness." It's like, man, fuck yeah. it, you know. So and, rebel, that, yeah. and that's that's the same spirit, man. It's like that's why we're that's why wiretap exists and that's why Magito exists, man. It's like just do it, you know what I mean? Like that's why I keep telling people that email me and asking, like, "Hey, what should I do?" I'm like, just go do it, man. Go go fail. You know, oh, like yeah. that's that's what's gonna happen. You know, it's like go fail. Like if it, if it hits but you know overnight, it, great. But you might not fail. Yeah, like that's not that's not the ultimate goal. But be be prepared for yeah. failure. Embrace failure. Absolutely. Yeah. Failure is only telling you what not to do next time. Totally. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everyone fails at what they do. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I don't fail, bro. I come and do it and I rock it. And you know what? We continue to go. Yeah. Failure is not an option. Yeah. Because failure means you're not gonna try again. Failure means you're giving up. And if, you, if you're climbing a mountain and you slip, that's not failure. That just means you have to get another path. You have to find another way. And, and, and so don't look at it like, oh, you know, failure. Now, get that word out of your head. Get that out of your mind. You're just figuring out what isn't, you know, what isn't working. Yeah. And continuing on. Very true, man. Yeah. It's funny, last uh, two weeks ago, Oso was here and told the story when we drank the Jack in the room. Oh, when he took my bottle? Yeah. Well, I drank the bottle. Well, he, well, he drank j- it. Jack, man, didn't drink it all, yeah. Well, but, but but I had, here's the story, dude. We were at K-Rock at the, at the um, Acoustic Christmas. Acoustic Christmas, yeah. And Rob had a, a, a nice-sized bottle. We had gone to BevMo on the way to Universal Amphitheater Hotel, and I got my, like, what, the, the big one, right? The, not the big, big like one. Like a handle? The, no, 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 not the handle. No. The one below it. Like, the, the size of the, 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 the yeah, yeah, like that size, yeah. Okay. We're drinking it, and Rob's like, hey, dude, that's the only thing I have for the whole week. For the, the weekend, weekend. For the yeah. weekend. And I go, don't worry, Rob. I have a handle oh, upstairs. Yeah, right. <clears throat> you can have, you know, we're going to drink all weekend. And then he, st- he saw it going down, and it was getting lower and lower. <laughs> and, it was, and it was the first night. It's Friday night. You're like, fuck, fuck it. And we're on, you know, it's like, it's your van driver. You're not making a lot of money. So it's like, that was that's all I had for the weekend, dude, you know? But I told him, hey, bro, I got you. <laughs> he didn't He didn't believe that I had him. Uh-huh. So what ended up happening is we've told the story a few times here already. So what ended up happening is that we said fuck it. We went upstairs, <laughs> got the handle, drank his, drank the handle, drank everything, uh-huh. and nobody was gonna have shit for the rest of the fucking weekend. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you gotta go hard. No, yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. We said fuck it because he was like, yo, that's my shit. He's like, no, 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 bro. We're fucking yeah. fuck it. Paul, go get the fucking handle. 
and we drank it. And it was probably, it was awesome. It was fun. We had a fucking great time, but I paid for it dearly the next dude, day. The next day dearly. was rough. It was rough. Dearly, dude. Because that was one thing, man. You were allowed to party your ass off when we were at K-Rock. But you had do to wake the fuck. your ass up the next morning. But man. you got to make it downstairs. And at the time, they tell you, and we got to get busy, and we got to make this show rock right. and roll, you know? But partying-wise, we fucking partied hard. Partied hard every oh, yeah. night. Every oh, night. Yeah. You know, you, you got a bunch of young motherfuckers out there. Rocking and rolling, fucking hanging out with all these rock stars, getting drunk, and you know we we're trying to show them, hey, we can go as hard as you guys can, you know. <laughs> and sometimes we did, and yeah. sometimes we didn't. Sometimes yeah. we didn't, yeah. <laughs> you know. But oh, it was yeah. cool. But yeah, look, dude, you know, having you guys on here, man, it's just it's amazing. Like you, you guys have just from the story. I mean, I didn't know the insides of what it was. I knew that you guys are trying to look for podcasts and, and artists and comedians and all that, but I didn't know the part of of the donation and helping out, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, that, that's an amazing thing, man. When you can give back in that way, um, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. What kind of, uh, mm-hmm. have you, do you have any comedians on there now? Do you have any podcasts on there yet? Or, or, or how do, uh, if someone is listening, they're like, Hey, I have an idea. Like, where do they go? How do they reach you guys? What kind of, you know, well, they can definitely, definitely reach to us on our, on our social media. Mm-hmm. Um, just go ahead and message us and, and let us sample, you know what you're working on. Mm-hmm. Um, at this time, we are talking to you know, one of our homies, uh, Fernando, that on him possibly coming on board with his podcast show, which is fucking amazing. I mean, we've been hearing him for for years now. So right now, we're in, in communications with him. We're trying to see if it makes sense for both both of us. What's and his I, podcast name? His is Chicano Cast. Okay, nice, so they're nice. not on Chicano the label. Cast. Yeah, not on the label yet, but it doesn't matter. It's still a, it's still another podcast. Yeah. Besides the number one podcast in the world, right here, West right here. the number yeah. one live, live. number one go. live podcast in the world. <laughs> and our boy Johnny's not here right now. He had some some things he had to deal with, man. But hey, Johnny, Diamond Hands are in the house for you, brother. Diamond Hands, we miss you, man. Uh, you know, we we got you, bro. But uh, yeah, our homeboy Johnny C. He's a stand up comedian, mm-hmm. and um, you know he he's a funny ass dude, Johnny. It's the that dude Johnny C, and uh, so yeah, we have a comedian in here. We have myself who I've you know, done a little bit of everything, and then Mario is a hardcore into the radio, master of all trades, everything, dude. Master everything. All trades, dude. live yeah, sound dude. production producer, everything. I met this cat a long time ago, and he's not only done our sound, but he does flyers. He, I mean, you, he's a, you know, if he can't do it, he'll find someone that can. That's the DIY. trabajo, si se puede. Yeah, spirit, man. Yeah, right. But so so, how about comedians? Do you have any comedians that you're looking at, or or have, have you guys not? Not, not yet. No, no. Um, we've uh, we've reached out to a few, a few people. Are you guys I mean, managing like, them, or are you putting on the shows, <clears throat> or it's it's a it's it's all developing. You know, yeah. we we started my get to in October, so this is relatively the less than a year old. You know, yeah. so it's like, but the whole vision for the whole thing, like Oscar said, is like is to work with artists in general. Yeah. That, that, and we, we never only wanted to do musicians. You know that's the that's the core of what we're doing because that's yeah. the, the most you know that's the extension of what we do with Wiretap. But it's like Oscar said, it's it's visual artists, it's um, it's painters, it's uh, you know podcasting is it's going to be a big part of what we do at some point. You know within the next few months probably as things open up and but live events too everything. So it's like we're not really kind of like we're just going to run with it, man. You know it's like if it makes sense, it makes sense, and you know we're going to kind of run with it. That's rad, man. That's dope. That's dope, dude. Yeah, they, we we need more opportunities. We need more uh, outlets. Yeah, uh, for this kind of stuff. And for me, I think Mario for having this place 
that allowed us to create the West Coast Pop Lock podcast. We used to be mm-hmm. called the Dirty Birds, but that was something that I was doing years ago. And we had to get rid of the name because we had to we had to create a new a new birth, something mm-hmm. new instead of trying to regurgitate what we had already been trying yeah. to do. And then this finally became what we made as ours, you know. So what's up? I want to say what's up to my, my cousin Sandra Reyes out there. A little shout out to all the Reyes out there in Anaheim and LA. Well, my well, cousin Gio out there at um, Culver City. Go check out his restaurant, Finn. Really good. And uh, mm-hmm. the alley, the bar, man. Always good, good What's people. City? Culver City. Nice. Yeah. And, and, and you know, they've been, they've been doing it, man. They, you know, like you said, people out there really pushing and being hungry. And I remember talking to him, and he was like, I don't know, bro. I don't know, kid. I don't know what's going to happen. And, and he, it's his, it was his dream to have his restaurant and his bar. And yeah. he, never, he didn't let it go. He didn't. He, you know, he, he, he grinded. He grinded. And, and uh, and he created and and kept pushing and man they're still here bro and I know yes. they're gonna and and those that success that success <clears> the, <throat> the ability to still be around and and it's gonna continue and it's gonna do great I mean they have great food they have great atmosphere they got great people and you know like I said there's a lot of people that I know that way my boy my boy um, Tommy Mesa in Buena Park has uh, Tommy Viclas and Bombas and he does old cars and stuff and he just had his 10 year anniversary you know he awesome. started like nice. wanting to fix one car and now he's like 10 years deep oh, yeah. you know and before you know it, it's, it's a decade old you know? yeah and then yeah. you you know and everyone's cruising your rides bro you yeah, know that awesome. you got them and stuff but yeah dude like i said there's the outlets are what <clears throat> is needed and and what you guys are doing is creating the outlet creating opportunities yeah you know what i'm saying and, and sometimes that's that's just what people need dude whether they're latinos whether they're you know whatever race they are man sometimes yeah, we just yeah. need that opportunity to to showcase ourselves you know yeah and that, and that that's what you know like when oscar talked about how like you know how wiretap uh, not that we'd never ever ventured to support latino artists in in through wiretap you know like i said you know we did work with audi karate we did we have worked with go but go on releases in the past and but it wasn't so much that like we didn't specifically try to support latino artists with wiretap it's just more that we sometimes we think that Latino artists don't get the same chance. And I, I don't want to make it a, just a specific, like, they don't get the same opportunity because of the skin color. But it's kind of true, you know what I mean? Like, and the first artist that we work with, you know, like, well, it's the common thing with a lot of artists that we, we've talked to. Like, they feel like they have get, I've gotten plenty of, like, support slots and, like, you know, and, and get the, the opportunity, but they never get that top bill. You know what I mean? And I think that's kind of what we're trying to change with, with, uh, you know, with Magrito, is that like, I'll give an example, this weekend, you know, or this, this you know, uh, Rundown Creeps just put out their new single, uh, Hell Down, uh, last last Friday, and um, it got picked up at, on the Spotify playlist on the uh, Essential Ska, um, which is, you know, there you go, there's the new uh, the new video for Rundown Creeps, Hell Down. You guys want to check this out? A couple minutes let's of this? Do it. Yeah, let's check it out. Yeah, right? let, let's yeah, drink while we're looking at it. No? Yeah. A little Hell Down. Tame and frozen treats 
chocolate, no more best make it cheap. Culture slaughter and cancer in the air. No one gives a fuck, then I don't care. What's well, nice to know to know? With pain comes chance to grow. So best go on away from the flow while I'm held down. The chest is nice, but no one cares. To live in life just to compare. The pretty smile, one trouble face. Till the day you meet that lone embrace. Who really knows if it all means well? I'll be close to heaven, I'll be close to hell. Earth perception, not a blank, we're not all the same. Paradox and name. Insanity and flame while I'm held Down creeps. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking Mighty about. Wonder. They delivered the video for us and we're like, okay, I see where you guys are coming from. All right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah someone mentioned uh who is it right here? Uh Julie Smith. She said it reminds her of the straight cats a little bit. I can oh, hear that. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can see that. Yeah. Julie that that you're right. They have like a rockabilly, psychabilly, yes. like it's a weird mashup, but they... It's just like what they grew up with, whatever yeah. they were listening and, and, and you know, that's it's when a, you pick up the guitar. It's a and good start... SoCal-influenced uh, mixture of kind of rockabilly yeah. and ska punk, and so it's like, I think it's a good mixture, which is exactly why I think we dug it, you know, because that's what we grew up on too, man, so... Yeah. Why why has the that sound never really, like, it's still around? You never, know, never, and there's never. a lot of people that go and check it out and go to these these shows, and but it's never like broken through like completely. And I don't know if I don't see the world's changed though. I think I'm still thinking like back in the days when I was at K Rock because when you got airplay, that was making it. Yeah. But nowadays it's different. You don't it's have different. to have airplay. You know what I mean? You yeah. can be on the number one live podcast West Coast and make it. You know what like, I mean? Like, so, so are, are you are you talking about rockabilly in general? Or I'm psych- just talking psycho? about stuff like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're right, man. Um, it, it just I don't you know, but I don't know. Maybe now it's different because you know social media can push them and they can do yeah. shows and they can and they can uh, you know still make it. It's all about DIY now, man. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need the, yeah. the the big glamour. Like, dude, you can make it with. But the, I, but see the thing. What I'm trying to get at, I think, is like when you have hip hop artists, they make it 
because they're DIY, they're 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 at that rate, and then they just push them all the way to the top, yeah. and then they they just are huge. Look, I, look, man, it's the genres, plain and simple. I mean, I, look, I, I'm a big Spanish rock guy fan. Mm-hmm. I, I love that rock in español. The shit ran its course. And it died, and then it turned into reggaeton. Came back from no, but you still have. I mean, you go you go to like a Manac concert. That thing sold out. Yeah, okay, who, who else asshole. are you hearing that's traveling, putting numbers like that? Like, a lot of bands uh, aren't. Stuff like that. Cuba. No. I mean, there's. I mean, you can go see them. What I'm trying to get at is, there's so many of us here, bro. Yeah. Why aren't these yeah. guys bigger? You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because you and like again, we you know I hate to go keep going back to the same thing, but when we're doing K Rock, when we're going to our shows, you go to Weenie Roast, you go to any of those shows back in the day, you look out in that audience, it's brown. Mm-hmm. You know, it's brown. It's real brown. It's all brown. Yeah. It you know what I'm saying? Probably eighty five percent brown, right? Yeah. yeah. And, and and yet the it, it doesn't show up in the playlist. It, yeah. it, you know, right now in any <clears> there radio was, station. There was a, and I think what you were kind of getting at earlier, like there was like little specs of 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 uh of things like that moments that would happen like that yeah. like when tiger army got added for a little while you but know? that was a big push but that's like but that was yeah but i think they got added for like um three weeks maybe two weeks yeah. and then they were done you know but you're right you know little things like that of course there's the core stuff like rage and you know and you know things like that but i mean every now and then something will squeeze in like them trying to test it kind of thing and they just kind of you know, I, I just don't think we support it enough. Maybe. I don't know what it, I what know, it is. You know what's crazy? Because I remember when the Tiger Army hit on K Rock, and then mm-hmm. they played on at the uh, the Weenie Weeny Rose, Rose yeah. out in Irvine Meadows. And then what happened at that point? At least for LA, Psycho Billy turned on them like you're fucking you you sold us? out. Yeah. yeah, and no one supported them anymore. But that's the that's problem the, too. I think the, like, yeah. oh, you sold out. Why? Because I'm, I'm Look, able man, to. These are diehard scenes, bro. They, I guess. No, they, but but yeah. this is the problem with those diehard scenes. Like. Your band makes it, and you're like, yeah. "Fuck you for being successful and 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 being able to now just do music and, make and not have another it, yeah. job." Yep. Being just these muscles. I've never, uh, I've never got that. And I get it. I get it. Like, as a fan, I, I'm a fan. Yeah. Obviously, to begin with, besides being a you know label owner and, and trying to help artists and grow, but I, I never got the whole sellout thing. You know, it's like I get it. You I, I understand it because you want to have, you want to, you want to hold on to like this this band that you helped kind of get to that level, right? But, but, never, you, but you I didn't do understood. anything. All you did was listen. And here's the problem with <laughs> oh, the, they you. Bought the, they bought the CDs. They went no, to the shows. But, but you hold I, on I, I, too I, tight. I, like, <laughs> hey, your parents used to say, is don't hold on too tight. Because yeah. it's not going to be yours. You know what I'm saying? You, these people hold on too tight and take it too serious. And, and you know, yeah, it's, not, it, yeah. it's not just yours. And then mm-hmm. sooner or later, they won't be able to, to continue to perform, they won't be able to continue yeah. to make records because they're not making money. Trust me. But I tell you what, though, you know who's hating? Other Latinos on Latinos because it's a Latino wave. Fucking yeah. So maybe it's our own race that's fucking up the own shows. Like be, fuck man, you, yeah. if I can't do, you can't do that shit yeah. either. No, yeah. but it was with the other bands. Like I remember AFI when we started playing yeah. them, they yeah. were getting a lot of hate. AFI got yeah. a lot of hate. But but then again, you go from a band who changed from punk to what they yeah. are now. So but the it, punk but dudes hated on them because they sold out because they did the those. Punk, it's still about a sellout, bro. The punk but, thing I, I get, but the rock, the Psycho Billy thing, I didn't get because I thought Psycho Billy kids would be like all into it. Like, Dude, hell yeah. I, I was stoked that Tiger Army was on was on K-Rock, you know? I worked there, of course, and I was like stoked about it. But like, as a fan, I was like, dude, that's awesome, you know? Yeah, they like finally the can do shit. They can make yeah. fucking money. They can continue to put out good music. And no, we all hated it, so now they don't even perform. <laughs> They're not even out there, I don't think, right? Yeah. This is crazy. I tell you one thing, though. I did travel to, uh, I went to Lollapalooza a couple years in a row. 
the vibe out there. I went the year that uh, wait, was it Lollapalooza or fucking? Oh, I'm so sorry. Not Riot, Riot, Fest. Riot Fest. I went there for Riot, Riot Fest. Fest, and that was the, the the year that Misfits got back, oh, yeah. and that was their second show. But Tiger Army played out there, and let me tell you, I've seen Tiger Army a shitload of times out here. Uh-huh. One time out there, that scene is way more fucking more hardcore than Dude. they are out this way. And yeah. I'm like, whoa, there's there was hardly no 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 Hispanics, no Latinos <laughs> in the fucking crowd. Whites, blacks, everything else singing to Tiger Army wow. in the crowd, going as hard as hard can go. Because they rarely get a show out there, right? Yeah. That might be it. But for being local boys, mm-hmm. local to hometown heroes, everyone turned their backs. They don't give a fuck about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't give a fuck. They and hate. At, like Steve hates on everything. Okay, and social Steve media, hates on everything. No, no, Steve hates on everything. No, he's, he's crazy. <laughs> never die, man. Never die. And no, dude. How about Social D, bro? Oh, they they sold out, but they're huge as hell out here, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They sold, They were selling out. Remember back in the day, they were selling like seven nights at the House of Blues LA, seven dude. nights at the House of More, Blues like, Anaheim. Dude. But you know what I'm saying? 14 like, nights usually. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was like it two was, weeks like, And it was the same show every night. The same show. But you don't care. Same you just show, wanted to be there. Same intro uh, to songs. Mike same Mike. intro, same everything. Same story, same word for word. The song's about a dollar, being a dollar short. And a yeah. Dollar, that's right. Well, I that remember when we used to pay in our hair green, and sometimes we'd yeah. kick their ass. we hang out with the junkies, winos, pimps, yeah. and whores. Well, they'll have like 14 shows, but five of them are going to get canceled last minute, no? Yeah. That's, nah, that, I mean, that, no, that, they would add more shows. That's Morrissey, dude. That, that's that is Morrissey, Morrissey oh, yeah. too, yeah. <laughs> that is all Morrissey shows. Yeah, Morrissey was just like, oh, I smell Mother bacon fuck. wraps in the parking lot. I'm done. Uh, you better not cancel. And we're fans of Morrissey. We grew up with Morrissey, yeah. and, and we're going to all these concerts, and, and we're fucking rocking and rolling to the music. And then you, and then here comes Meet His Murder, and the videos start coming up, and I just get fucking buzzkill. I'm getting depressed. I was never I'm telling my old lady, hey, let's go get some tacos after this. That's a whole other topic. Like, you have to know you show. have to know your crowd, right? You have to, hey, yeah. come on, we're going to get some bacon wraps after. We're going to get some tacos. Like, you're over here, you know. You could do a whole uh, a whole show on Morrissey fans, dude. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And one of them was Oso. And I it didn't say oh, yeah, when yeah, he was yeah. here. Right, yeah. But I remember when Morrissey did come to K-Rock. And, and, and we were, like, two studios away from the Kevin and Bean studio. And Oso was shaking. This, like, six foot five, six six Mexican dude, like. 380, almost 400 pounds, was shaking and almost crying. Dude. Come at me, Oso. I, w- I would never tell him because he'll still kick my ass, though. <laughs> no, yeah, he's gonna, he still throw well, hooks, he, bro. Well, but... he's still, uh, oh, he's about my, my size now. Yeah, he's a little smaller yeah. than you now. But, but, yeah, dude, he was, I know what you mean. Like, dude, but that's, he was crying. The, that's the, that's you were crying, the, that's Oso. You were crying, bro. You were dude. crying. But there, that's the thing is like, I, cause I was there. I, I remember when, when yeah. he came out and it also was, well, he was like his bodyguard that day, right? Yeah. He came yeah. out and he, he helped him out. He but before out. that, he was all shaking and wait, crying. Is that the last time <laughs> yeah. when he just came out of uh, retirement for that ring, uh, ring? Wait, no. Ring, for, uh, no, no, you are the quarry? You are the quarry, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. fuck Oso. He fucking pulled them away. I was two fucking people <laughs> away from getting my shit signed and they pulled them away. At the parking lot? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. right in front of the fucking K Rock. We went out there cause we heard the fucking thing. Yeah. And he, and he came out to do some fucking, uh, some signatures. I was fucking two people away cause some stupid bitch in front of me was like bawling out of fucking control like bitch hold your shit together like i'm really like two yeah. people away and some big ball dude might have to be fucking also fucking walked him off i'm like god mm, damn it saying? yeah fuck Damn. you know oh well hey Theo. also owes you a signature 
Yeah, he does. Fucking asshole. Not yeah, your Morrissey signature. I, I got one up hey, there, but I could have got it myself. I, I got my sign that day, man. Sorry. No shit. Yeah. Fucking goal. I got Part my, of the uh, establishment in here. I got my uh, <laughs> I got my suede heads, uh 12 inch single signed that day. Nice. Oh, I actually got I, actually got I got gifted. I got a uh, <clears throat> uh, Viva Hate to Misprint uh, uh, Education in Reverse autograph by him. So, down the street from his house. Got it. You yeah, went, got it. Morrissey. Fuck, I never yeah, got Morrissey, bro. I, I've never been a fan. And I don't know. Because you're too gangster, bro. Yeah, I don't too, know, bro. You're too cholo with I, your lowrider shit. Too OG. Too, yeah, what, no, you're not no, a depressed guy? Real, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. But uh, you know what? I mean, Mas todo. I listened to a couple of his jams, but I just never understood that like hardcore link to him, dude. Yeah. For me, like, you know, I mean, this guy, you know, we, we grew up going to Morrissey Fields like in high school and stuff. and But it was it wasn't... I don't want to fucking start a Morrissey conversation. All right, all right, all right, all right. It, is, it is what it is, man. I'll, like, I'll, conversation I'll come is, back. I'll come yeah. back for a different day. <laughs> but like maybe a Morrissey day or some shit. Isn't there like a Morrissey yeah, day or some shit? It's his birthday. We'll have some we celebrate outside. every day Morrissey day. Get a taquero to come Yeah, we'll here. get a taquero in here and we'll fucking right. celebrate on Morrissey. Tofu. We'll have, we'll we'll ha- I'll have Morrissey stories. We'll have also in here crying. We'll put a pin on it and then we'll do Morrissey day a different day. All right, all we'll right. do Morrissey a different day. We'll bring it back to Pick Studios and we can do that. And then Club Fun City, we can do Morrissey talk and play videos and cry together. Right. Hey, but since we're talking about signatures, here I am killing it, killing the mood. Sorry, guys. Um, with sign- getting record signing todo. So let me bring it back to paranoias. So the paranoias, like Rob said, Speaking you know, we're we're doing the live stream uh, este sábado. It's a free free show. Starts at eight o'clock, and you know they they also came out with an uh, with an album that on vinyl for all you vinyl collectors, mm-hmm. Mis Perros. <clears throat> it's a great album. At a great price, and what they're doing is they're also offering their fans anybody that buys the record, they'll sign the shit. Nice, oh, they'll man. sign it. Yeah. So if you're interested, make sure that you give them a follow on on their Instagram, Paranoid the Paranoias, uh, your lady's favorite band. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, Ouch. give give my grito a follow and make sure that you jump on that live stream that we're doing with them on on Saturday because I think you guys are really going to be uh, impressed with the kind of music that they have. They sing both in English and Spanish. Nice. Um, you know, if you give them enough to drink and enough to smoke, they'll a little Spanglish too. There you go. There Nothing you wrong go. with that. <clears throat> you know, that smother can help you get there. Hell yeah, dude. That's right. Definitely, dude. Like, yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, it's crazy. My boy right here, Mario has done mad uh, live shows in here, streams, dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, we instantly became best friends, and we want. You know, obviously, what you guys have been doing, I've been on the forefront of doing this stuff in a little bit of a different way. Obviously, I'm not putting these bands on fucking wax or printing them or anything but i am you're giving your, them a platform you're doing your part brother that's, I, that, that's I, what the scene's all about it's like everyone's doing their part and feeling like they're participating they're david they're doing that their part to contribute right yeah exactly yeah. i i do a club called fun city and this is where i focus out on primarily 80 spanish rock and a lot of indie bands a lot of spanish indie bands so anything for la they ran through me and you know they're good mm-hmm. dancey Cynthia or just really good time where you can dance to this night like they're they played through me or yeah. with me or whatever the case and all kind of venues through LA and from that the birth of pigs radio since I was already yeah. kind of fucking all these bands like Hell hey yeah. man yeah let's talk let's get high let's drink let's do it let's yeah. play some Hang fucking out. music at the end let's get, let's oh, make okay. this to a show so pigs radio has been rocking and rolling for almost 11 years we're hitting close to 400 oh, episodes yeah. and these last few Congrats. years, production, thank you, has been amazing. So now we're putting out quality work, pieces of fucking bands that even to this day don't have the ability or it's hard to make music videos and put content out and barely even get shit recorded. Because yeah. obviously this shit still costs fucking money. I mean, down yeah, yeah. down the line. And 
sometimes people don't got her that maybe people spend all their fucking life earnings on the guitar they really wanted and then they still need pedals and all this other shit the, yeah. all this shit's fucking expensive and then not everyone has the ability to pay for it but here i've been able to take a lot of these fucking bands who barely have enough to fucking hey we got these you know these music videos <clears throat> produced we got some some albums out some eps and you know whatnot like yeah. fuck okay these people are serious they put the time they put the money they put the sweat and like you said, it's either bus or fucking you keep going and yeah. we, we find avenues together and we kind of just start running together. Dude, I think you can tell that, you know, like the minute I, uh, Richard from Rundown Creeps uh, found out that we were going to come hang out with you guys, he was like, oh, see what's up to Mario, man. So, Shout out to Richard. Richard. Yeah, so. Yeah, Rundown you, Creeps, we love those guys. Uh, they played so many. Uh, we do a yearly show where we take our bands that have um, that been through the show and we take the, the ones that we've gotten most fucked up with or, you know, the most memorable ones that we produce a live show every year called The Pigtastrophe. <clears throat> and they've headlined uh, and played with us with so many shows throughout the couple years. And nice. even the ones where they couldn't even get in other than just play because they were not old enough. And those were like our first yeah. shows out of Spikes and Rose Mead. So shout out to Spikes. It's no longer in existence. That's the second time Rose Mead's been brought up, man. The uh-huh. hometown of body karate. Hey, man, yeah. you got a lot yeah. of Hispanics and a lot <laughs> of like music <laughs> music out in Rose Mead, bro. Like it's 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 a there's a music scene out there. It's yeah. an 80s underground, indie underground, L.A. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of good stuff out there. A lot of keep people into good this stuff. stuff. Yeah. So. So when you look at an artist, do you judge them by how good their music is or how fucked up you can get with them? <laughs> um, how good their music is, but primarily how good music is performing live. Because you know what? I'm not going to lie. I put in so much time, effort, and my own money. No one pays for this shit. Like I said, a labor of love just like anything else. And I don't Absolutely. make any money off of any of the shit that I do, but I keep putting into it. So when I get a band, I make sure that they sound great. But then I get a little disappointed when they come down. Their shit's produced amazing. Great. You come out here and you can't even hold your fucking dick in your hand right. Yeah. And I'm like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, that's not that's not cool. Like, yeah. if you need to. And once again, we've had bands. We've had English, Spanish, rock, not rock. We've had hip hop, rock. With, I mean, uh, rock with hip hop and all kinds. We've had magicians, <clears throat> L.A. Corners. We've done all kinds of walk of life. As long as you're interesting, we'll talk to you. But these bands, when they come down and perform. Sometimes they don't bring their A game, and yeah, that's right. disappointing because, like, fuck you, man. Like, I, we do this, I do this to give you a platform. Yeah. Bring your best. Yeah, we've, we've, we've experienced that a few times with Wiretap. Like, you know, we don't have the luxury of jumping on a plane and going to see a band from out of, out, of, out of town or out of state, right? But when they come to actually even play a local venue, you're like, all right, I'm gonna go, we're going to go see the band that we want to personally work with. And then when they suck, you're like, fuck. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's yeah. it's disappointing, yeah. man. It's yeah. it's disappointing. So it's like a blind date, bro. Yeah, yeah, and it's hard right. to you know, and you know, it, I, I get it. People are out there trying to do yeah. their fucking thing, and I don't want to fucking crush anyone out there. But sometimes your band yeah. just isn't. Is it? They're not there yet. Yeah. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Am I hearing you hate? Are you hating? Well, uh, look, are you hating? Or look, now, now it's the truth. Not, See, when I say no, no, brown when I say yo, yo, no, when no. I tell someone that they suck because they suck. It's hating. Yeah. Do you, you want to you, you know the difference? You want to know the says, difference? You suck. It's <laughs> like, oh, I'm, I'm being honest. I'm going to tell you the difference because Steve hates on everything no, no, we no. talk about it. No, no, no. I hate, <laughs> I, I don't hate on anything. It's called the truth. When someone says, is this, is this beer good? No, nah, it fucking tastes like shit to me. That's well, it. Not this beer in particular, but if you're asking me like a question, like, right. and oh, you're hating. No, you asked me, I'll tell you. Uh-huh. I remember we went to a Big Bear, we had a K Rock show up there. And it was me, Adrian Garcia, and Cody Black. Mm-hmm. All right. The guys worked, worked for K-Rock. And we were at a Mexican restaurant. And they were like, oh, yeah, they told us about this Mexican restaurant. It's pretty dope. Blah, blah, blah. We're sitting there. 
Everyone ordered their shit. I ordered my shit. The lady comes up. Oh, you know, was it good? And I was like, nah, <laughs> it wasn't. It's a big bear. No, but it was supposedly, it was Mexican owned. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, she, okay. a Latina came up and, and everybody was like, oh, this, this place is bomb, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, hey, was it good? I'm like, nah. The salsa yeah. tastes like it came out of a can. <laughs> and she looked at me like, holy shit, no one's ever been honest <laughs> with thank, me. Thank you for being honest. Yeah, like, I'm, she was shocked. But I was like, you know, don't ask me because I'm going to tell you what's up. Yeah. And my boys, Adrian and Cody, were like, oh, fuck. But, they, but see, they're <clears> not. Look, Adrian is Mexican. His parents are Mexican. But they ain't Mexican like me, homie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's different there's different levels of Mexican, bro. There really is. There's people that have a mom from Mexico. And my mom was at home every day cooking Mexican food. Look at me, bro. She cooked every single day, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? When I was a kid, mm-hmm. I would hate it. I'd be like, well, where's yeah. the Wiener's Nature? Where's the fucking pizzas? Where's the bullshit right, that man. my friends are having? Dude, you're exactly right. Dude. And, and, and actually, Oscar and I were talking about this kind of the other day, like, because as part of what we're doing, like the people ask us, like, kind of how we identify and you know how, what we identify. Are we Latino? Are we, are we? You know, and I think both of Oscar and I, and we even kind of, you know, we identify the label as a Chicano run yeah. label, right? So we both identify as Chicano, right? Yeah. But we also kind of think that there's kind of different, I don't want to say levels, but different different experiences of what people define as, as Chicano, right? Yeah. Like. Oscar has a different experience than what I what I have as and we're both a Chicano but I mean I think we both have different experiences of what we call Chicano because like I, I identify as a Chicano but my parents came here and I think you guys might have a different experience but my parents came here in the whatever late 70s early 80s and were trying to assimilate as much as possible into this country you know and they were waving the US flag man they were like we're on board we're team fucking USA right yeah. not that they weren't proud to be Mexican of Mexican and being, you know, part of their culture and, and, and still teaching us our culture privately, but it was privately. Yeah. You see? So, um, and I, I, you know, Oscar has a different experience, you know what I mean? And, and, you know, like, but I think everyone has a different level of like what they possibly define as Chicano because my experience was more, um, does that make sense? Like my, my parents were more like, we're on board. We are American, but we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get into this melting pot. Yes, exactly. And, and, and we understand we're, that we're somewhere that we need to assimilate to be successful. Exactly. Yes. I think what the problem is, and this is just my personal opinion, man, and, and, and that's it. You can hate me for it or not. I think we self-segregate. Absolutely. I think that we make it too easy for us to succeed here without having to assimilate, without having to become a part of society. And that get, that doesn't allow us to shoot up to the top to be owners of businesses to be CEOs yeah. because we're not we're not accepting it we're not coming in here and being like okay I got to speak English I got to go to school I got to do this no we're just like oh we'll make it through we'll make it by mm-hmm. and 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 we're not accepting and absorbing if Every other culture is trying to learn Spanish to get ahead in Southern California. Why aren't we trying to learn English and trying to push ourselves? Yeah, you're right. Uh, uh, aside from just the little things that we've done, like, you know, like, okay, cool. You know what? People cut grass. My grandfather cut grass, you know, and, and my dad's a construction worker. Let's push for for higher things, you know? Let's push mm-hmm. our kids to be doctors and lawyers and owners of companies and you know if they want to be artists and and in huge artists or they want to be podcasters they want to be well like this push them to get to that next level yeah and i think that's the one thing that 
sometimes we don't do. But uh, yeah, I'm Chicano, bro. My you know dad born here, mom born there. Chicano all the way. Um, the one thing I don't like is Latinx, bro. I think we talked about that. Yeah. Like, come on, dude, don't don't. And and that's the crazy part is that we didn't create that label. Someone else did. Yeah. And and and, and as raza, I don't think we we don't. We don't take kind to that, man. Like, don't tell me what we are. We know what we are, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we we actually had a um, a conversation with one of our artists about the term Latinx. Yeah. Because when we first came out with the label and we got interviewed by the OC Register, mm-hmm. by oh, LA Times, cool. you know, they're saying, hey, Magrito, Latinx uh, uh, label. Mm-hmm. And Rob and I never said that we're Latinx. We said we were Chicanos. Mm-hmm. We're, we're targeting Latino artists. Um, it doesn't mean that, you know, for us, it, it, it's hard for me personally with Latin, Latinx. I, I never use that term. Yeah. Uh, one of our artists really didn't like also being labeled that way because the way they looked at it is we want to be viewed based on our talent. And right. that's what we want. Yeah. We want you to be viewed as based on your talent. Yeah. But also understand with my grito what we're trying to do here as well for, for raza. Yeah. So, you know, with Latinx, that was more of a term that came out in the early 2000s, you know, more for uh, gender equality. Inclusion. Uh, yeah, yeah, inclusion. And, and, and it's not that I necessarily have a problem with that because, bro, I have three daughters and um, I'm all about equality and women, you know, their rights yeah. to be treated equally <laughs> for them to be successful and, and a lot of women have, have you know, for them a lot to of have the, the same opportunities. Absolutely. Absolutely. Opportunities. There's a difference between opportunities and then creating, you know, uh, uh, a lane. Like they, it, the opportunity mm-hmm. should be equal for boys and girls, for women and men, for Chicanos and whites and blacks and Asians. And we had a question. You know, yeah, we, we all we all have the, 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 you know, ability. Johnny, you know, he's he's not Mexican, but, you know. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, bro. You know, yeah. and and for me, yeah, I, I like you know, if you're good, you're good, bro. Oh, Simone. Yeah. Oh, and I think for me, the, I had a, I, I personally had a problem with with not necessarily a problem, but I just wasn't used to saying Latinx, and I don't know if I will, but I'm open minded to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the fact that both my parents are Mexican immigrants that came here to the U.S. and the way we grew up, it was nothing but Spanish. Our my first language is Spanish. Yeah. If you go to my house. Um, when growing up with my parents, you'll hear Vicente Fernandez, Ramon Ayala, yeah. Los Tigres del Norte, yeah. and, and, Bronco. and been, Bronco, verdad? But if, if now I've been fortunate enough and blessed enough to, with my wife, we we now have a house in Huntington Beach because that's where she was raised. That you know we're giving our, our our children a different opportunity with certain schools, but at the same time, a lot of you know besides one neighbor, they fucking hate me because when I'm out there in the backyard fucking pisteando. Guess what I'm listening to? Ramon Ayala, Los Tires del Norte. Yeah. I'm blasting that shit yeah. just like I did when I was uh, growing up with my parents in Santa Ana. You're that yeah. neighbor. But, but I'm that neighbor. <laughs> but the at the same time, I mean, we just have a different, the way we were brought up about, you know, machistas and not being a mamon and just being, you know, it's all about ponendo, ponle ganas. Mm-hmm. Hey, next time you got to just go next door and get the neighbor, bring him over and be like, here, have a pistol, let's kick it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Oh, bro, the, the first time, so check this out. When I first moved um, to 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 the house, um, I was out there doing some yard work because in order for my wife and I to get, get a house in Huntington Beach, it was a fucking fixer-upper. It was a piece yeah, of yeah. shit house. But we're like, okay, we're in. We got the house. I'm out there doing some yard work because, again, it's a, it's a piece of shit house. Yeah. 
And when I was doing the yard work, my neighbor, who I haven't met yet, came up to me and he's like, um, hey, is your boss back there? Like, how much do you charge to cut lawns? And yes, to cuanto? And I was like, well, is that your house? Uh, and, and I gave it a little bit of accent just because, yeah. fuck it, I'm an asshole sometimes. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I can probably charge you like 35, 45 bucks a month, you know, if you want. But maybe I can knock down the price and some of your, I'm your new neighbor. <laughs> and he got so fucking embarrassed. He got so embarrassed, you know, that he moved that, away. No, well, now he moved away. <laughs> he lost the house. You lost Culero. Oh. Um, but, Culero. you know, I, Culero. 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 Oh, okay. But so he lost, you know, after he was so embarrassed, he came over to my house the next day, con un poquito más de respeto. And he brought over a 24-pack of Corona. Of, of course. Like, and I don't even drink no, Corona. And I was like, fuck, Racist. you brought me Corona because you're cause like, you think I'm Mexican? Oh, no, I thought you'd like Corona. I'm like, so oh, Blue moon, you. buddy. Where's yeah. the oranges? Yeah. Oh, my God. Fuck you. Hey, White claws for hey, life. Uh, hey, but I ain't fucking around. I took that beer. Fuck of course you did. Of course yeah. you did. It's beer. Yeah, yeah. shit. A lot of yard work. Fucking yeah, thirsty. Right? Oh, Simon. All right. But, but you know what he tried though. I, I think we have to look. I think we also have to look beyond that too. Like, the guy came over. Okay, he did he bring Corona's cool? But you know, it's just we we can't expect everyone to know exactly how things go, and it it goes both ways because there's sometimes we don't know how to act or react to other races and what they do, yeah. like whether it's Asians mm-hmm. or Filipinos or Koreans, and you know what I'm saying. So like. I think there's there's a learning curve for everybody, and we all have to be able to adjust to it. And you know what? My neighbor thought I was a, a gardener. Cool. You know, I'm not. And he brought over Coronas. Fuck. I don't like Coronas. I'm a Estrella Jalisco guy, but cool. We'll oh, do Coronas. Yeah. Sponsor. Yeah. I know. You know what I'm saying? We sold out, Steve. Now Sponsor we can't hang out because you can't even drink any other people's beers. <laughs> I'm just Sponsor saying, dude. Post. I'm just saying that. You know what I mean? We have to be able to, like, you know, just, you know, adjust. Adjust. Yeah. I, and I and it, so. and it's hard for everybody, dude. There's things have been certain ways for forever, but you know it's slowly happening, dude. And you know it is what it is, man. And and you know what? And it's sad as, it, as it's going to be. There's racists, and they're going to continue to be around forever, yeah. no matter how many books you burn, or how many, <clears throat> no matter how many things you want to say, no matter how many times you want to switch something and change the name of this or that. They're out there, man. They're going to be there. Yeah. And sometimes we're the racist because we say stupid shit or we do stupid oh. shit. You know what I mean? Dude, I get called out so much yeah. by, by my daughters because I have this old way of thinking. And, yeah. and here's here's the pedal. Oh, I, I still want to learn from it. Yeah. And, and I'm going to make a lot of fucking mistakes. I mean, yeah. and Rob knows. I mean, even with the label, with my involvement, me getting more involved with, with Rob, I'm still fucking up from time to time. But I want to learn from it, right? The, it, 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 so we ho- have to give them the opportunity to learn as well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, That's what absolutely. I'm trying to get at. Like, yeah, you're right. You're you're learning. I'm learning, dude. I'm here. And sometimes I'm trying to watch my P's and Q's because we have an audience out there. And I don't know who everyone is. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? And I don't want to say something that I'm going to offend either a woman or a guy. But at the same time, I want that freedom to be able to say what I want. And doesn't exist and, anymore. Yeah. That's doesn't right. exist. But it does, though. Because we have to. But, but we have to create it and we have to. We have to we have to deliver it in a different package in a different way, and that's up to us as artists, because this is an art form. Talking to people is an art form. Doing what you do is an art form. The world is changing. We need to repackage what we do, and allow ourselves to be artists and allow ourselves to to express ourselves. But we have to learn now how to deliver it again. 
how to how to present it to everybody, but still be allowed to express oneself. Mm-hmm. And that, and I think that's where we, everyone needs to grow. The oh. consumer needs to grow. We need to grow, and allow ourselves to be able to, like I said, change with the times, man. Why am I not on K Rock? Because the times have changed, and that's not what I wanted anymore. I was I, I went I went to K Rock. I was there eighteen years, man. And and when I first started. I was there. It was fucking the best thing in the world. Then I was off the air. And I was like, why the fuck am I off the air, dude? Fuck you. They're not going to fucking tell me that I can when to leave. So I worked my ass off and I fucking got back on the air. And then I left on my terms. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And now I'm here doing this podcast and I'm trying to repackage Super Steve and Johnny's, you know, that dude Johnny C and Mario and West Coast Pop well. Lock. And recreate something that we can present to everybody and bring our friends along. And, you know, it's a learning process. And we're all learning, dude. We're all fucking learning. Holy shit. I know Johnny couldn't be here. And I know he wanted to be here. But we just had a moment with Steve instead of fucking a moment with Johnny. That's for you, Johnny. That's for you. We miss you, bro. We, you know, certain things are going on with you, man. And we miss you, bro. So I had to to do that PSA for you, brother. There you go, man. Fuck yeah. By the way, who who is this beer company again? Because this shit is smooth as fuck i'm not a mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not uh, i don't know if this is considered a, a yale it, first of all it looks like tamarindo juice water that's been like filtered a little bit it's funny but, you say like it's uh it's border x brewing at a bell and uh that's their um orchata golden stout holy shit yeah. and just, then they're open i mean they have an outdoor beer garden yeah. they're in bell they're also in san diego yeah they got it they got another uh, uh i think the original was in uh in barrio logan so they got a brewery out in uh, San Diego, and then now they opened up uh, one in Bell down down the way. I need to go get some more of this stuff. Is this seasonal? Yeah. Is this always around? Like, that's as their, far as we know, they're, yeah, they're, that's, that's their, their number their, one. That's this, their this right one? Now. I like it. It's smooth. Look, man, so, I don't drink anymore. I don't, I don't do the little smoky smoke. But, you know, this, all this shit turns into calories. Dude. I'm trying not to be fucking gordo anymore. I want to be all sexy <laughs> for fucking summer. I'm going on the Bahamas, yeah. hopefully in October. So I'm trying oh, to get shit. into my one piece, you know? So I don't drink. But I tell you one thing. <laughs> When I do drink, whatever the fuck this is again, what, what, where's that again? Border X Brewing. Hell yeah. Let's get that shit on camera, Steve. Yeah, get Border X Brewing in Bell. Yeah. yeah. Damn, look we, at that fucking... We, we, uh, we just came from there right before we came down here. We were uh, we, sampling some of their uh, some of their uh, their laggers and some of their uh, craft beers. Yeah, it's yeah they're open uh, Holy th- shit. from Thursday, Thursday through Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, great food. They usually get different catered uh, uh, foods, right, uh, chefs yeah. that come in. And they also do a lot of uh, uh, artists. They do live shows. I mean, they're not doing it right now, but they will they eventually. Pick up again, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and don't forget the Desmadre Tequila. Oh, Shit's shout, moved too. Yeah, yeah, shout out to our home, homie Marcos. Um, I mean, I've known him for, for many, many years. And, you know, they have a great tequila brand. Uh, they have the Blanco, the Reposado, the Añejo. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, and you can find them if you just give them a follow on social media. Um, you can find their alcohol out there, and here's here's what I love because there there are certain tequilas that I'm a big fan of, and I prefer añejo more than anything. Um, I think the the blanco it's good for you know mixing with other drinks, but if I'm drinking tequila, I'm gonna go ahead and sip on it, and that's where you need the añejo, right? So with añejos, I like the Jose Cuervo uh, de mi familia. I love the 1942, um, but the th- the thing is that that shit's fucking expensive. That's like mm-hmm. a once a year bottle. That you get when all your homies chip in and, and hook you up on your birthday and shit for quinceañeras and shit. Which, by the way, quinceañeras, 
a lot of fucking haters are in that quinceanera, so you got to be careful with family and friends that show up to quinceaneras and weddings and shit like that, bar mitzvahs. There's people hating out there. Yeah, Don't you, fucking you, do it. I'm telling you, man. It's the Steve, Steve, hater, bro. Yeah. We hate on each other for because <laughs> we, we can't we can't watch anyone else be no, yeah. be better or come up on opportunities. And we, none we, of that we support, shit. bro. We're here. Look, we're not yeah. hating on these guys. We're supporting these guys, hey, bro. And, and with your guys' help, gracias. we're gonna have 20 followers by the end of tonight. Fuck yeah. yeah. Don't shit. hate on us. 20 followers I'm telling you guys this we just opened up the back door because that's where Dude. I like to fucking bust in through oh shit that's how we're going else. we're, we're yeah. busting yeah, into that else. back door with pig studios <laughs> and we need to align with with you guys so that on top of just you guys obviously displaying them on on your label let's yeah. give these bands an opportunity especially now I mean we're still a year away from actually getting a good amount of yeah. people into oh, a yeah. fucking sold out show so I mean Pick Studios is a platform to continue oh, yeah. to give oh, these starving yeah. artists a platform to give them and, you know, get their shit out. And we don't need a big record label. Like, we need some no. DIY shit. Some yeah. and, and, if it co- and if it comes with tequila and beer, fuck it. Oh, that's right. That, now you're talking Echale. magrito. Echale. Mira, Border X Brewing and Desmadre Tequila, which, by the way, again, Desmadre Tequila, I'm talking about these other labels that are or, or brands that are very expensive. You guys tasted this añejo and it's fucking bomb. bomb, We're talking about half the cost where you can celebrate it a lot more often throughout the year with Mm -hmm. this Madre Tequila añejo. Fucking pick that shit up. Wait, I'm sorry. Is this your label? I was about to say. Right? No, like, hold on, hold on. You're, 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 you're fucking selling this shit. Like, hey. like I'm, I'm, I'm Marcos, sold. Yeah, Marcos, stock, if you yeah, want to hire me, Marcos, yeah, I'm for yeah, sale. Stock. I'm for sale. Marcos, you can find him on LinkedIn. You yeah. can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Homie has stock in it. Resume. I'm about to go on my Robin Hood and buy some stock, bro. <laughs> shit. That shit. If you're the salesman. Hey, hey but it's good shit. But also, yeah, you know, you know, we're excited, Mario, when you're talking about having perform artists that are performing here. We 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 got performers for you. I mean, you, Rundown Creeps, you know them. Um, we love that, those guys. Fuck, yeah, they're, so they're 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 the last uh, artists that we signed, which we're very excited about. And you know, with their new single, that shit's hitting some great charts. So we're, so we're very happy with them. We have Three LH, which was our founding artist for My Grito. Yeah. Great, great group of guys. I uh, really love them, and and they came out with their uh, their new song, Memory. Memory. So make sure that you, you're able to check that out. Um, and then we have the Paranoias. Again, if you guys want to show us some support and at the same time not worry about taking out the wallet or the credit card and, and you know, paying for anything because I know sometimes our rasa will fuck. If we can get it for free, we're fucking going to take it uh, and take bro. some extra. How much yeah. is it? Like, like, how that much shit. Is it? We love free uh, shit. Know, right? Free shit. So we so got you free. Doesn't we matter, got free doesn't matter, free. Matter, doesn't matter if we, if we don't like it. It doesn't matter if it doesn't fit us. We just love free shit. And we, look, we see a line. It doesn't, we don't even know what the fuck the line is. We're going to go line up because we think we're going to get some free shit. Hey man, we're we, we working at K-Rock Day, a... going to me and Rob, man. We giving out stickers. These people don't even listen to the fucking uh, show. Can I have four? Four? What the fuck? You don't even fuck. listen. Is that no, why no, I, no. I tell people I'm giving away, like back in the day, I mean, just to be funny, I'll be like, I'm giving away AIDS wall. Can I get three? <laughs> it's like, what? I'm not going to yeah. lie though. I was that fucking Latino yeah. Waiting oh, in line too. for all the fucking free K Rock yeah, shit because I was a mega too. fanboy fan and still am for what it was for back then. And you know what? Yeah. You for know, what it was, yeah. For for what it was, I lived that fucking scene. I I I yeah. went to every single Man, show. Man, you go to the Santa Fe Spring Swamming and then there's fucking K Rock CDs, K Rock oh, yeah. flashbacks, a whole genre oh, of music 
was called K-Rock Flashbacks. Flashbacks you yeah. will never take that away from Southern California. No, They never. will never be duplicated. K-Rock, man, I was there at the end of the fucking heyday, and I'm glad I was a part of it. Same. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then I also got a chance to be on, on Love Lines, and, I mean, it was fucking amazing, dude. It was something that I did, and, and I'm fucking proud of it. The first Latino on the Kevin and Bean show, bro. First doing overnights, first on the air, bro. You Fuck, know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and holding it down, bro. Holding it down. Get every that day. shit, Steve. Get that get it, shit. Get it. Get it. Salud. Salud. A little bit more of this madre. And and through Steve, I was able to take fucking you know uh, advantage, and he offered me some awesome opportunities to go down and hang out to the studio. I never made it to there to go work, but at least I got to see the insides. And for me, as a production guy and yeah. someone who went to radio school, and for someone who does. You know, podcasting and it been in the music industry and to get to see where all the magic at least lived for a little while was fucking cool. And I even got to stick a little pigs radio sticker on the fucking morning shows, like a little pin cup holder and shit. Like, and I took a picture like, fuck yeah, Kevin and B, well, Kevin and everyone else puts their pencils in here. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Is the... Fairfax building still up or is it no, it's down? gone, bro. It's, I mean, I don't know if it's torn down. It's still up as like being up and uh, there, but just I don't, not. No one's there anymore. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. That, yeah. No, the, the heart and soul of K Rock is gone. Um, but it is what it is, man. Things yeah. things do change. Things do evolve. Like they have to. I, <laughs> I never knew. I never thought I'd be doing podcasts, and I am. Yeah, you know, and no, you're, you're, right, you're good at it. And yeah, thank you, man. You know, we are Joe Rogan's favorite podcast. That's what I heard. The number one live podcast in the world. It's the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Streaming live Tuesday nights across all your favorite social medias. But even more important, Steve, we forgot to even mention the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast.com has finally launched. Not only that, you can get your West Coast Pop Lock Podcast episodes across iTunes. Spotify, Google Cast, and all your other bullshit bootleg fucking places that aren't that. So go to the website. You can listen to it down there. If you're a lazy fuck, get it from all the other fucking apps. You can get it. Get these fucking diamond Tell hands. Your friends, bro. Tell, Tell your, your mom. Friends. Tell your hot Tell sister your about us. Sister. Hot sister. You know. Tell them about my grito. Tell them about the fucking local scenes. Wiretap records. Like, you know what I'm saying? Expand Hire- your mind. Buy a Buy a record, bro. Buy a record player. Go out there and listen to my grito. Even if even if you think you don't like it, you don't know because you haven't tried it. That's right. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And Once I fits all. And hey. Rasa, no reason to hate on us because no. we're not successful. We're still fucking in the red. And we're not making any know, money. Hey, even if you are successful, don't hate, bro. Just check it out. And if it's not your thing, move yeah. on to the next one. But make sure to pick yourself up some, you know, this madre tequila, and I'm guaranteeing you, after a bottle of that, mm-hmm. you'll like and love everything. Yeah. Everything Not only that, good. they got fucking awesome T-shirts. And oh yeah, you, yeah. You got out. You hit. Where can we go to get that shirt? And do we you have can, any uh, other merch that we can get? Yeah, no, you can grab some this tangas shirt. with your name on it. <laughs> Not yet. Those, those are in the works. Yeah. Oh, booty but shorts. You can get this shirt at mygrito.net. Um, you know, so. Uh, Supplies are somewhat limited. We're on our first runs. That's pretty much almost sold out. So ah shit, we are. Uh, got any larges left? I'll buy one right now. Yeah, yeah. No, he's take his off. He will. I'm sure. Hey, cuánto hay? Okay, ahorita. We are about to uh, put out another batch of, but with uh, an alternate logo that we have. Uh, oh. You want to show them the oh, alternate logo? Yeah. So Holy check out this shit. denim jacket that uh, was personally painted by one of our other artists. This is the visual artist. Uh, uh, shout out to Amber Orozco. Ooh. Who look at right here. Mira. 
Mira, wow. Oh, hell yeah. First day right here. We the exclusive West Coast West Coast Park Plot exclusive. Do you have one of those sound effects? And then you can pick up these West Coast Pop Lock podcast t-shirts. Not in green. This is only for St. Patrick's Day. You can't get it in green. You can Uh, only get it in black. That's an edition of one. Hit us up. This is one. one. It was only one made for the fucking two (laughs) two other guys around the show. Just one was made, but it's all good. It's all good. My tangas has some green on it. so I'll pinch you anyway. That's not not the color. That's chorro. (laughs) No, no. Yes, sir. So if you want to pick up the shirt, mygrito.net. We got a few sizes left. Uh, We're going to run in a new batch of, of, uh, of shirts and the new logo. Probably within the next few weeks, and uh, you can grab that too. But go check out our bands, you know, 3LH, Paranoias, um, Rundown Creeps. You know, we'll be announcing a few more releases and new artists that we're working with in the next few weeks. Yeah. A lot of cool stuff coming up. And obviously, we launched this thing during the pandemic, and as a lot of artists kind of were, you know, when we first started sitting down with a lot of these bands, and they were like, all right, what are we, what's the game plan? What's the, what's you know, the end game? Yeah. Like, well, what are we doing during this pandemic? Because a lot of artists were had reservations about, putting out a release and doing stuff. Everyone, no one knew what to expect. No one knew how long this was going to have, how long it was going to last. So, but I mean, you know, things are picking up now and hopefully knock on wood that things are starting to open up now. No, and, definitely, you know, man. Yeah. Things are changing where, where there's that light at the end of the tunnel, man. And definitely, dude, you know, we, we're glad to have you guys on here. We usually on here just bullshitting, talking shit and, you know, just going crazy. But we also enjoy having guys on here that we can, discuss how you guys have created what you're doing and coming up and and mm-hmm. just showing the rasa out there and anyone not just the rasa anyone anyone in yeah. general all of our fans that listen to us anyone man you can do you can be and you can accomplish anything that you want in life man you really can and you just gotta just go forward man go forward like like my boy johnny always says man diamond hands get them hands up yes. diamond hands everything's possible diamond and hands. And we'll have more more shows like these when we have guys like my boy Rob and and Oscar here from My Grito, and we'll have you know other crazy shit. Maybe one of their bands will come in here, and we can talk you know talk to them and you know some of their standard comedians, maybe some other artists. You know, I mean, it's just you know, sky's the limit, man. We're just as new as anyone else, and we started through the pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we're only twenty three shows in, but we appreciate every single one of you that chats with us through Facebook, Twitch. Um, you know, uh, YouTube live guys that go back and listen. We appreciate every single one of you guys, man. And, and we're going to continue to grow. And, and if there's anything or anyone that you know out there that you want to bring on, or you want us to bring on, or you want to talk about, or you want to just give us us to give you a shout out, hit me up super Steve Flores on Instagram or hit up West coast pop lock podcast on Instagram or Mario 81. And, uh, that dude, Johnny, and we are the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast, the number one live podcast coming to you from Compton, California. We'll see you till next week. Yeah.